Hi. How are you? I am good. How are you? Good. I'm working on cleaning my house. Nice. I'm uh, not in my house. <laughs> that sounded like bad, but um, I'm, I'm house sitting. But... Oh, I cut myself really bad. Look what I did to me. Where did this happen? Go wash that. It's fine. No, you should go wash that. You don't want to get infected. It's right in your finger. Let me uh, go get some uh, marigolds to lick into that BRB. <laughs> yeah, don't know where that happened, but uh, we're good. I feel like that happens a lot, especially if you're like cleaning. You'll just like, especially yeah. during. I don't know how your hands are during the winter, um, but mine get really dry oh, and they're just like, dry as a lizard. And and sometimes they just like, they're more prone to just getting little uh, nicks and scrapes. Yeah, I'm a human lizard in the winter. Human lizard. Me too. Yeah, I'm having all my friends over to play Jackbox games because uh, none of them have played. Oh, and that's so cool. I have one day out of the year when I can socially and morally obligate my friends. That's because, well, it's not your birthday. It was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. But this is the day. It's oh. Friday, so it's... <laughs> oh, I didn't text you. No, you didn't. I'm so sorry. I'm really bad my at- My brother, my brother even texted me and I was not expecting that, so. Oh, I'm bad friend. But hey, I-, I The no, worst. Literally though, I woke up, I was like, oh, it's one, two, three. It's, it's Maureen's birthday. And I got excited and I was like going to text you and then I forgot because that's what I do. I forgive you. Thank you. Ugh. 24. How's it, how does it feel? Um, well, I've gone from my early 20s to my mid-20s, and I feel centuries older. <laughs> I've been 24 now for almost a year, and it's a nice in-between, I would say. I feel like yeah. 25 is, like, when the pressure starts going. Like, that's when I would, like, I have yeah. to get out of my parents' house. But then again, uh, like, my brother still lives with my parents, and, like, I get, like, the shame of living with your parents when you're in your late 20s, but also, like... That doesn't exist for our generation it because shouldn't. we can't afford to live anywhere it else. It really shouldn't. I mean, for me, it's more of a commute issue where I need to move out just to be closer to where I work. Um, yeah. But anyway, we should talk about cats because right now we've just been we talking should. about you growing older. All these boring adult things. Yeah, gross. Um, Although I was talking to my friend because she also had a birthday earlier and I guess um, they decided that 27 is when you're no longer a young adult. I'd agree with that. So, I'm not looking forward to that. My sister's 27 now, and I think she feels that way. Well, I'm Emberheart. <laughs> I'm Tangletongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Now that we've lamented about our, uh the dreads of adulthood but honestly um, i can't wait to be in my 30s 30 flirty and okay well 30 flirty and thriving just like 13 going on 30 taught me hopefully all my friends are 30 and older a, out a, here a lot i don't of, have any friends younger than 30 a lot of my coworkers are one of my bosses came over and she's like how old are you and i'm like 24 and she's like i thought you were older and i'm like well, nope i'm a baby okay so many of the people i work with who are in their 30s i assumed were like the same age as me and then we get to talking and then they're like talking about going to like high school in the 1990s and i was like i was an 
non-exident for half the 1990s and they like turn into the crypt keeper <laughs> they're like no don't talk about how young you are i'm like i can't help it all right are you ready i am so uh last episode uh we put blue star we sitting vigil to blue star i thought you were about to say we put blue star down I was going to say to rest, but then I realized that she hasn't been buried yet. Yeah, because they're still... And then we had had her deep, dark secret finally kind of be revealed. Yeah, it was kind of a lot for everybody. I imagine, especially since it was such a big deal for her for that to remain a secret. But I feel like she came to peace with that. And something I don't know if this is like explored at all in her super edition. Um, I was about to say mega edition, but I knew that wasn't right. We um, can call it that. The mega edition. Yeah, uh, kind of like she sacrificed, she kind of had this thought that she can't be like a mom and also a leader, and she had to sacrifice her family for that. I know that wasn't exactly what happened, but I I feel like her mindset kind of changed after all the trauma she went through and all the betrayal with Tiger Claw, and I think she kind of realized, um, that loyalty isn't something to do with the borders you're born into. Mm-hmm. It's more the actions you take. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it's so much more complex. <laughs> yeah, it's... Because I wouldn't say her her kids are not loyal to their clan. They obviously are, but... But they feel a certain affection for her. Right. Now. And that's good. They've... Yeah. You know, they said they're proud to be her children. And it doesn't mean that they mm-hmm. have any loyalty to ThunderClan. No, it just means that they're not ashamed of where they come from. Similar yeah. to, like, uh now well geez uh, it's gonna be weird to call him firestar but he's not yet firestar but no firestar, he is not um it, it, it's kind of the same way like fireheart and uh, i guess on a smaller uh way snow um cloudtail oh cloudtail thank you i was about to say yeah. snow kit but that's a dead cat um <laughs> he how he just came from a different place but now he's a leader <sighs> well something is prodding fireheart in the side <laughs> He opens his eyes. It's Cinderpelt. You dozed off, she tells him. But it's time to bury Blue Star. Wow. The disrespect. The comfort he feel he had felt when he slept is replaced by shame. And he asks if anybody else saw. No, but she's like, don't worry. No cat can blame him after what he went through yesterday. I was gonna say, I'm like, he went through so much. The fact that he even was like, I'm gonna sit vigil. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't have a dream. I guess he was just so exhausted. Yeah, the t- Star Climb will only come to you when you're like in a like a half sleep. I've been having crazy weird dreams recently, by the way. Spotted leaf? No, I've been having like combinations of what I assume is like my brain will be like, yeah, that's how the movie goes. And then I wake up and I look up the movie. And I'm like, that's not at all what the plot of the movie is. I don't know why my brain was convinced. <laughs> like last night I had a dream of this whole movie plot. And then I woke up and I was like, that's not a real movie. Anyway, so no weird dreams, but he feels bad, which I would get it. But also, but also, a dog leaf. literally picked him up and shook him. Right, and and like then, he got uh, shaken around like a rag doll, and then he went into the river, and then and then he like had to watch like his literal mentor mom figure die. It's been a lot. Yeah, I I think the fact that he was able to sleep at all because he could have just been up like wired with adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, but eventually his body crashed. Yeah. So the elders take her body. The rest of the clan are lined up in two rows on either side as she passed. Goodbye, Blue Star, Fireheart murmured. I'll never forget you. She vanished 
through the tunnel and the clan dispersed. Fireheart saw the fresh kill pile was stocked. He just needed to send out a dawn patrol. Then he could rest. <laughs> well, Fireheart, are you ready? Cinderpelt asks him. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> to go to oh, the moonstone. He's, he's like, oh, sh- oh, crap. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He, oh. Surely he hadn't forgotten. Gotta go get his nine lives. And of course he hadn't. He just didn't realize it would, like, happen right now. I, it's amazing that he hasn't died yet. I was just, like, <laughs> thinking about all the different things that, has, that have happened to him. And all the situations he, he's put himself in, like, on purpose. <laughs> so, thank goodness he's getting nine lives. Thank goodness no, he's like, getting eight no. more. No, I'm saying he's about to run through those faster than anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, the speed of everything is kind of leaving him dazed, but he swallows his fear and he grabs Whitestorm and asks him if he could take care of camp while he went to Highstones. Consider it done, says Whitestorm. Star oh, Clan, go with you, Fireheart. Oh, man. He has to pick a deputy. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. So Fireheart takes a final look around camp as he followed Cinderpelt, and he felt as if he were going on a long journey, farther than he had ever been before. And in a way, he would never return. The cat that came back to ThunderClan would have a new name, new responsibilities, and a new relationship with StarClan. And as he turned away from camp, Greystripe called to him. He and Sandstorm were racing across the clearing, and Greystripe asked if he was sneaking off without saying goodbye. And Sandstorm says nothing. She just twines her tail with his and presses against him. Fireheart tells him he'll be back tomorrow. But listen, he adds. He knows things will be different, but he'll never stop needing them. Both of them. No cat ever had such good friends. Greystripe butts him in the shoulder. They know that, stupid furball. Man, what a powerful trio of friends. Yeah. And Sandstorm's eyes shone, and she tells him that they'll always need him, too. And he better not forget that. Is that how you say that? Sean? I think so. What would you What would you say? Oh, wait, how's it spelled? S-H-O-N-E? I always thought it was Sean. Shine, Sean, Sean. I, <laughs> I oh, think shoot. Both are, I think both are probably right, honestly. Are you looking it up? Yeah. No, I've noticed you've said it before. I don't think you're wrong. I think it's just maybe like an area dialect thing. Like Washington and Washington. Who says Washington? Um, folks in the South. Don't don't hold me to that. If you have any listeners from the South, please let me know. I, I I've heard it. Uh Sean is the British version. Sean is the American version. So you're not wrong, because this is a These British. These are British. <laughs> okay, so probably, you know, it's the same thing I found, like, folks who, um, like, do a lot of, like, learning international. Like, when I was in Germany, they learned British English, so their uh, pronunciation was like that, too. And I don't know why you, a woman raised in Wisconsin, would... Yeah, I've only that, been to Canada, so... French Canadians? I don't know. Oh, maybe it was from some audiobooks I listened to or something. Probably. You know what? I'm not going to hold you to it. I just was like... So, technically, both are right, because... Both are right. Mine's yeah. just the wrong right. For where we are. <laughs> but we're moving on. Sorry. I'm not trying to put you on blast. Well, Cinderpelt calls to him. They need to get to Highstones by nightfall, and she doesn't quite move as fast as he does. So Fireheart calls that he's coming and gives his friends each a lick before following her. Kisses. Is that what kisses are? 
I mean, that's the closest they're gonna get. I suppose. I thought, like, touching each other's... No, I suppose touching each other's noses is something that, like... There's all sorts of... Because, I mean, licking isn't always, like, kissing. Like, they groom each other, and that's just social. Yeah, I I guess... But those were kisses. So they make their way up into WindClan's territory, and Fireheart's, like, super hoping that they don't run into a WindClan patrol, but of course, as soon as they reach the moor, there's Tornir and Mudclaw, and an apprentice that he doesn't recognize. So Mudclaw's kind of a jerk, I recall. Yeah, he's a bit of a tool. Torn ear? Who? I mean, I can't imagine what they look like. They got a torn ear. He's he's cool. He's pretty chill. Okay. Well, Mudclaw addresses them and asks what they're doing on their territory. And Cinderpelt says that they're on their way to High Stones. And Fireheart feels a surge of pride as Mudclaw dipped his head respectively to his medicine cat. You know, gotta respect the medicine cat. Fireheart's like, yeah, you respect her. I mean, well, that's like one of the... One of the laws is medicine cats will help any cat, no matter what. Yeah. So, I think that kind of, like, I feel like the medicine cats really are, I mean, they are, I think I've made this claim before, but they technically are a theocracy, because everything that they do is recognized by their higher power. Mm-hmm. So, um... Yeah, they become much more of their own kind of separate entity, kind of, as the books go on. I think that's I feel because they are, they aren't really... They are bound by their loyalty to their clans, but at the same time, a little yeah, less so or, than the clan leaders. And it's a little bit, we're going to get um, Medicine Cat POVs, so okay. we're going to get the perspective of them more. So, you know, we have that. Well, no bad news, I hope, Tornier asks them, and Cinderpelt says it's the worst. Blue Star died yesterday. If they just killed Fireheart right now... They'd be in trouble. What would happen? No, I know they would. I know murder's not technically legal. But. Um, they'd probably ask Cinderpelt to ask Star Clan who the next leader should be. Okay. Or they'd that wait just, for a that sign. That was my curiosity. Because, like, in America, like, something happens and the president gets the flu and passes. Then the VP gets the same flu and passes. It's then this other guy. I don't remember who it's. Been I think it's it's Congress, right? The head of Congress. Well, there's been a lot of googling on this episode, but let's see. You can continue to tell me about cats okay. as I look this up. Well, all three Wind Clan cats bowed their heads, and Tornier said that she was a great and noble cat. Every clan will honor her memory, and he looks up to Fireheart curiously, with respect in his eyes. So he's leader now. Yes, Fireheart says he's going to go receive his nine lives from the Star Clan. And Tornier looks over him slowly. You're young, he says, but something tells me that you'll make a fine leader. And Fireheart stammers out a thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is a lot of pressure. Also, I found it. I believe Yeah, uh, you're right. It's the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Yeah. And then it's the President Pro Tempore of the Senate. So. Hmm. And then after that, Secretary of State, Secretary of the Treasurer, Secretary of Defense, Attorney General, and then... Yeah, there's a whole long line. And then Secretary of the Interior, and I think the very last is the Secretary of Homeland Security, because I think that's the newest, like, branch that's been added, so... (laughs) And that's 18 people, and not including the President, so... Maybe Warrior Cats should, uh, set up a better, uh, line of power. Or, like, have No, something... this way it's supposed to work. I know. But at least have something, like, right under the deputy. The deputy's deputy. Yeah. The sheriff. 
I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. They gotta be going. It's still a long way to High Stones, Brenna. <laughs> yeah, we have to get through this. Well, Tornier says, of course, they'll tell Tallstar their news, and may Starclan be with them. They leave the moor, and Cinderpelt looks to him with understanding. Everything's different, Fireheart says. Cinderpelt saw how those Wind Clan's cats looked at her. Him. Him. Even they don't treat him the same. And he knew he could never say any of this to anyone else besides his medicine cat. It's as if every cat expects him to be noble and wise, he tells her. But he's not. He'll still make the same mistakes just like he did before. Well, not the same mistakes, but he'll make mistakes at the same rate that he did before. Okay. I'm about to step on a soapbox real quick. Okay. So, long ago, in college, I was the president of the Comics Creators, our comics club. Yes, you were. And I submitted to for this leadership award at our college. And one mm-hmm. of the questions was to define leadership. And in my response, I made a point, and I still stand by this. Leaders are not mm-hmm. the ones who decide what to do. Leaders are the ones who speak to the people and ask what they want and is able to like refer to others and like if they make mistakes or if they make missteps or aren't sure what to do they know like where to go and like who to ask like i don't know i feel like i'm making this unclear but also like leaders like it's not just you're in charge right it's not just you're in charge and you make all the choices it's you are a good you keep the family together right you you are you're basically just something that keeps everything together and when things are going bad you provide reassurance and when you're when you make a mistake you're able to hopefully they'll forgive you yeah yeah well he tells cinderpelt i'm not sure i can do this she's like too late (laughs) well mouse brain she teases when you make mistakes not if, Fireheart, when. She knows. I love her. I'll tell you about them, believe me. And then she gets more serious. And she'll still be his friend, no matter what. Just don't, and like, send our kids out to die. Well, the trick is to learn from his mistakes. And have the courage to be true to his heart. She licks his ear. He'll be fine. Let's go. They reached the mother mouth. And the rest of the sun goes down and the stars start to shine. Cinderpelt says it's time. All of Fireheart's misgivings course through him, and he doesn't think his paws are going to carry him. But he moves forward. Cinderpelt tells him to follow her scent, and from now until the ritual is over, neither of them will speak. Fireheart's like, I don't know what to do, though. What do I do? (laughs) So she must have learned how to do this from... Yellowfang? At some point, right? Because she's never had to do this before. I mean, kind of, but she doesn't say anything. Uh, Fireheart just gotta go. She tells him to just press his nose to the moonstone. Starclan will send him to sleep, and he'll meet them in his dreams. That's all. all. Right. Like she doesn't really have a part in the ceremony. Okay, she just she just to has to him bring him here. Yeah, get him there, and he's gotta touch it, put his nose on that rock. <laughs> so they move downward through the dark until they see the light, and he had forgotten how startling it was. Three tail lengths high, dazzling from the shaft of life in the roof. So, like, three, three feet high? Yeah. Yeah, about. Which is pretty big for cats. It is pretty. Pretty big. And he lays down and puts his nose to the stone, almost drawing back at the shock of how cold it was. And he looks at the starlight reflected in the depths of the stone. Then he closes his eyes and goes to sleep. 
Okay, we're getting into untreaded territory. Fireheart was cold. So cold. Uh. He imagined he was made of ice. No dreams came. Something must be wrong. And he starts to panic. I'm already messing it up. Then he dared to open his eyes. And they widen in shock. Hmm? Instead of the moonstone, he sees well-trodden grass stretching away from him. And a warm breeze ruffles his fur. He's in cat heaven. Yeah, but it looks like he's in the hollow at four trees. Oh. Yeah. And he wonders if this is the dream. And he looks to the sky. And the stars seem to be so, so close. And then he realized that the stars were moving. Oh. They spiral downward towards him. The cats of Star Clan stalk down from the sky, pelt white like flame. They smelled of ice and fire and of the wild places of the night. All the cats of Star Clan came down, the hollow lined with their shimmering bodies. And he realizes that the ones closest to him were achingly familiar. Mm, no! I don't know if I'm ready for this. Blue Star, Yellow Fang, and Spotted Leaf. Oh, Spotted Leaf. Yeah. I mean, okay. He, <laughs> he wants to leap for joy, but stays still. Welcome, Fireheart. The sound seemed to belong to all the cats he had ever known. Yet it all seemed like one clear voice. Are you ready to receive your nine lives? <laughs> yes. Fireheart says, forcing his voice not to shake. I'm ready. <sighs> Have we talked about the nine lives ceremonies? No, never. So it's really cool because each cat, a different cat from his life will come up and each give him a life. Aww. So we're gonna, we're gonna see, I don't know if you want to guess the cats or we could just hop on in. So like give him parts of like their life yeah in a way okay um so we have eight right nine nine i thought he gets eight more well i mean he'll get all nine okay so. he just already had one life to begin with but okay. he's gonna get the, he's gonna get the whole package okay because he's got to start his new life as a leader oh okay um so blue star is gonna be one of them yep yellow fang don't tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, okay. Well, I'm just mean like, obviously, okay, Blue Star. Yeah. Yellow Fang, hopefully. Um, probably Spotted Leaf, because, like, she just keeps showing up in his dreams. So, um, <laughs> she's close to him. Maybe and, she has something to give him. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, then it gets kind of hard. Um, I mean, I know his name just because you've told me, but maybe Jake will show up and he'll be confused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I guess he doesn't really know him. And then maybe his mom. I mean, none of these people are warriors. They're probably not. Um, uh, so those are five. Um, mm -hmm. we, mm, maybe Silverstream? Because she helped, she helped, he helped care for her kids. And made sure his kids were cared for. Uh, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> maybe Snow Kit? I don't know. <laughs> Snow Kit just shows up. <laughs> um... Ooh, it'd be rough if, um, Running Wind. Running Wind. Yeah. <clears throat> One more. 
one more? Oh, crap. Um, uh, uh, who was Red, Red Tail, Red Fur? Hmm. Oh, so you got, you got, uh, like, half of them right. Was that his name? The guy who was deputy before? Red Tail. Thank you. I don't know. I, some of those are stretches, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. Is Fireheart ready? No. Lionheart stands and comes to him, oh, I didn't looking even young and strong. Guess Lionheart. That's a good one. Yeah. He touches his nose to Fireheart's head. It burned like the hottest flame and the coldest ice. With this life, I give you courage. Use it well in defense of your clan. A bolt of energy sears through Fireheart. His eyes grow dark, and his mind filled with a chaotic swirl of battles and hunts and the feeling of claws raking across fur, teeth meeting in the flesh of prey. Okay, um, this is like he's getting blessed by fairies at his birth. <laughs> but I'm glad they're doing like the kind of, yeah, the, kind of. The, the flashbacks, because that's what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. The pain ebbed, leaving him weak and trembling. He had eight more to go. How would he bear it? Are you all gonna beat me up? <laughs> Yellow thing's like, yeah. <laughs> Fireheart had never met the cat that approached him. But he was able to recognize him. Oh? It was Redtail. Oh, yeah! That was- Yeah! Uh, yeah, that was- Good guess. I'm good. With this life, I give you justice. Use it well as you judge the actions of others. That's such a solid one for Redtail. So Cause, good. Because Fireheart's literally the reason why Redtail's, like, whole situation, the truth, was found. Yeah, it was good, it was good. An agonizing spasm ripped through him until he recovered, panting. Redtail was watching him. For real, are you, are you all gonna beat me up? <laughs> like, I didn't... <laughs> I want someone, I mean, maybe we should do it, but like an animation of this, instead of like it all being beautiful and wonderful, they all just go up and give him a gut punch. He's <laughs> so good. Well, thank you, he tells Fireheart. You revealed the truth no other cat would. Oh. So he thanks them personally, it's so great. I know, that's really beautiful. Silverstream approaches him next. <gasps> Oh, whoa! I, I, okay. Yeah, you actually hit a few of them. Is it for the reason I guessed? Let's, okay, you go on. With this life, I give you loyalty to what you know to be right. Use it well to guide your clan in times of trouble. He braces himself for pain, but instead it was a warm glow of love. And he realizes that that's what marked out Silverstream's life. Love for her clan, love for Graystripe, Love for the kits she had died to give life to. She just literally gave you the bro code, it's okay to go for gray stripe. <laughs> <laughs> also, I was like, for half a second, she gives him the pain of childbirth, and it's just like, yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Nope, just warm love. She turns away, and he whispers to her, don't go. Hasn't she any message for gray stripe? She doesn't answer only glances back, her eyes filled with love and sorrow that told Fireheart more than all the words she could ever say. Running Wind comes next. 
Fireheart feels as if he's racing through the forest, paws skimming the ground, fur flattened by the wind. He knew the exhilaration of the hunt and the sheer joy of speed, and he had the feeling that he could outrun any enemy forever. How'd that work out, running wind? <laughs> Yikes. Brindleface approaches him next. Okay, 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 okay. I was gonna guess Brindleface, but I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> I like literally thought I was like maybe that, like that mom who just died. With this life, I give you protection. Use it well to care for your clan, as a mother cares for her kids. I'm, I'm glad Brindleface was there. I'm, I'm sorry I did not list her. I'm not kidding though. I was gonna guess her. Fireheart expects this life to be gentle and loving, like Silverstreams. But a bolt of ferocity transfixes him. <laughs> he knows enough mamas, he should have guessed this was coming. He felt as though all of the fury of their ancient ancestors of Tiger Clan and Lion Clan were pulsing through them, challenging any cat to harm the weaker, faceless shadows that crouched by his paws. Shocked and trembling, he recognizes a mother's desire to protect her kits. And he realizes how much Brindleface had loved them. Even Cloudtail, who was not his wrong. Swiftpaw walks forward. Oh. Fireheart apologizes to him. It was his fault that he died. Swiftpaw showed no anger, just wisdom beyond his age. With this life I give you mentoring. Use it well to train the young cats of your clan. The life gave him a pang of anguish so great, Fireheart feared it would stop his heart. It ended with a jolt of pure terror and a flash of light red as blood. This is what Swiftpaw had experienced in the last moments of his life. And he doesn't think he has the strength for the, now, the last three. Um, I'm also gonna uh, point this out. I mixed up Running Wind and Swiftpaw. Wow. So when I said Running Wind and all the statements when I was talking about him, um, I meant Swiftpaw. Cool. Who is Running Wind? He was a warrior. Um, Tiger Claw killed him. Okay. Back in, like, book three. Okay. I mean, okay. So, whoopsie-daisy. Wow. But I am... Technically you still I got, got that I one. I got two right then. <laughs> Not just no, one. I'm gonna say one. Yellow Fang comes to him. With this life, I give you compassion. Use it for the elders of your clan, and the sick, and all those weaker than yourself. Fireheart knew the pain he would have to bear. But he drinks in the life hungrily, wanting all of Yellowfang's spirit, all of her courage, her loyalty to the clan that was not hers by birth. He received it like a tide of light surging through him. Her humor, her sharp tongue, her warm-heartedness, her sense of honor. 
and he felt closer to her than ever before. Oh, Yellowfang, he whispers, I've missed you so much. But she was already moving away. No. Can she just say one, like, kind of mean but motherly thing to him real quick? <laughs> Burn up, messes up, kid. Yeah. I can't believe your idiot self became leader. Spotted Leaf was next. I okay, I saw this. The cat he wanted to speak with the most. Really? Since the time they since the time they had together had been too short to let them share their true feelings when he was 13. And she was like 20. <laughs> At least 24. I feel like she should have been lower on the list. But okay, yeah. whatever. I mean, I we've done a whole episode about my feelings about this, but I'm going to continue. No, yeah. actually we've I'm done all Just just do it. I just I just like I get that he's, like, wanted to speak to her because, like, literally the, the majority of their relationship has her being giving him cryptic messages and then him waking up and being like, what? <laughs> so, like, it would make sense that he's like, I've been waiting to talk to you. But, like, their feelings? She had feelings in her life? Like, oh, yeah. I feel like... I just... Alright, I'm gonna make you even more angry. With this life I give you love, use it well for all the cats in your care, and especially for Sandstorm. There was no pain with this life. It held the warmth of a green leaf sun. It was pure love. At the same time, he experienced a sense of security he had known as a tiny kit nuzzling his mother. If he looked to Spotted Leaf, wrapped in a contentment he had never known before. He sees a proud gleam in her eyes as she turns away and he's relieved she approves of his new choice. He didn't- wait! No, I- he, No, no, he didn't have to fear he was being unfaithful to Spotted Leaf in his love for Sandstorm. Okay. Okay, go. Okay, 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 okay. That last line kind of ruined it, but I was gonna say, if we view this in the lens that I prefer to see their relationship, which is- she was like a teacher mentor figure and she saw um i guess this is kind of update she saw that he had like a crush on her like a major crush and she was like well i'm not gonna facilitate this because like weird but like if she was like hey i'm gonna give you love and i'm gonna let you know like you should be with spotted leaf because avi this is never gonna sandstorm work. sorry <laughs> if spotted leaf said hey you should be with sandstorm because avi this is never gonna work because I'm dead, and also I was, like, like, ten years older than you, and maybe if I had lived, like, maybe something could have developed it, but we did know each other for, like, two months max. And also, well, maybe, like, closer to six a okay. little bit, but... And, and then she's still, been, like, haunting his dreams, We already... But... We already went through every time they had ever interacted, and it wasn't... It wasn't a lot. No. When she was alive, I should say. Yes. But yeah, and the whole, like, being unfaithful to Spotted Leaf because he loves Sandstorm. And it's like, <sighs> Fireheart, it just... That shouldn't have been, just... even been a war... Like, I know, like, the whole thing with, like, the, uh, the freaking, uh, it makes it a little weird with Star Clan like, being an exigent thing here. But it's like, she dead. You ain't gonna have a relationship. 
Besides you the, never had a relationship. You never did. Because, honestly, the relationship developed post her death. Yeah. Anyway. It's weird. Alright, moving on. Blue Star was last. <laughs> she wasn't the old, defeated cat he had known recently. She was at the height of her strength and power, and she prowled towards him like a lion. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Was she always this hot? Sandstorm, move <laughs> out of the way. Mom. No, I know, but like he's like, whoa. Did you look like this? I get it. I I, I get why a uh, lion... Uh, <laughs> sorry, who was... Oakheart? Why Oakheart was like, I'm about to risk it all. <laughs> Welcome, Fireheart. My apprentice, my warrior, and my deputy. I always knew you would make a great leader one day. With this life, I give you nobility, certainty, and faith. The triple whammy. Yeah. Use it well as you lead your clan in the ways of Star Clan and the Warrior Code. Fireheart was unprepared for the agony that shook him as he received her life. She shared the fierceness of her ambition, the anguish as she gave up her kits. He felt her terror as her mind fragmented, and she lost her trust in Star Clan. The rush of power grew stronger and stronger until Fireheart thought that his pelt could never contain it. Just as he thought he would yowl out in pain, or just die, <laughs> it ebbed. <laughs> She's gonna kill me, crap! The life ended in a sense of calm, acceptance, and joy. Blue Star signals for him to rise as the cats around him stand, and Fireheart gets to his paws shakily feeling the fullness of life inside him would spill over when he moved. I think I'm gonna puke. You guys all punched me in the stomach with emotions. His body felt battered, like he'd just fought the hardest <laughs> battle of his life. But his spirit soared with strength. I hail you by your new name. Firestar. Blue Star announced. Your old life is no more. You have now received the nine lives of a leader. StarClan grants you the guardianship of ThunderClan. Defend it well, care for young and old, honor your ancestors and the traditions of the Warrior Code. Live each life with pride and dignity. And the cats around him shouted his new name. I was about to say, are we all gonna like chant Fire Heart? Fire. Oh, wait, no. Fire Star. No, fire, fire Star. star. Sorry. Fire Star. Sorry, it's fire a hard star. habit to break. I know, it's gonna be hard for me too. We've only been doing this for, like, what, 41 episodes now? Yeah, and even though, like, forever Fire- he's always been Firestar, really. Comparatively- comparatively to the- to the length of this series. I suppose, whoa. Suddenly the chanting broke off with a startled hiss. Uh-oh. Something was wrong. The evil fairy! Maleficent! She's about to give him a wish! She's about to take one of those lives! Blue Star's eyes were fixed on something behind him, <gasps> and he spins around and lets out a choking cry. A massive hill of bones had appeared, oh. many tail lengths high behind him. It shone with an unnatural light, so that Firestar could see each separate bone edged as if with fire. Bones of cats and bones of prey jumbled together. A hot wind of stinking carrion swept over him. 
even though the bones gleamed white and clean. Firestar gazes wildly around him, seeking help or answers from the other is cats. This, is this part supposed to happen? But they had vanished, leaving him alone with the terrible hill of bones. Firestar starts to panic, but he senses the familiar presence of Blue Star by his side, fur warm as she pressed against him. Oh, we're in the challenge side. We're in the physical challenge side, okay? He couldn't see her in the darkness, but her voice whispered in his ear. Something terrible is coming, Firestar. Four will become two. Lion and tiger will meet in battle, and blood will rule the forest. Uh-oh. She gets to send him cryptic messages now? Uh-oh. Oh yeah, she did. She has that right. And we embrace it. The warmth of her scent faded. Wait, Firestar yelled. Don't leave me. Tell me what you mean. Just for once, can I have some clarity? There was no reply. No explanation. The red light from the bone pile grew brighter. Blood began to ooze Ooh. out of the bones. Uh-oh. Gross. This part, gross. Trickles of it merged into a river that flowed steadily towards him. Oh. He tried to flee but couldn't move. The sticky red tide washed around him, gurgling and reeking of death. Oh, okay, this is getting, like, super nasty. Okay. No, Firestar shouted but there was no response from the forest, just the steady whisper of blood lapping hungrily at his fur. Ooh. Firestar jolts awake. He's lying against the moonstone. Hey, 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 is this, uh, did you, I don't know if how much uh, Yellowfang told you, but was that supposed to happen? They are not allowed to speak yet. Oh. The stench of blood was still all around him, and his fur felt hot and sticky. Ew. Fireheart scrambles up, and Cinderpelt had risen and was hot signaling and sticky to him urgently is very with her tail. Icky, sticky, and wet makes mommy upset. If you know what that's a reference to, um, I hate that. At me. I hate you. Do, you. do you know what it's from? <laughs> no. Keep me in the dark. <laughs> he pushes past her and bolts out of the tunnel, and he was panicking as he ran along. The air felt too thick to breathe and he imagined that the tunnel would never end. He would be trapped forever in blood and darkness. Then he sees pale light and bursts out into the night, and he digs his claws into the loose earth at the hillside, shudders passing through his body. He went through a lot. I mean, just a little bit. Cinderpelt emerges behind him and asks what happened. Doesn't she know? (laughs) Cinderpelt shakes her head, but she knew the ritual had been interrupted. The smell of blood had told her that. Oh, it had been erupted. Yeah, was, no, that's not normal. I was, no. I was going to say, I'm like, is, just, is Tiger Star just like, screw this, this ain't happening, I'm about to beat this kid up? No, no, yeah, that was not. Ugh. That was not supposed to happen. Uh-oh. Well, she asked if he got his nine lives in his name. I think Firestar so. nods. Yeah. Cinderpelt relaxes. The rest can wait. There's more? <laughs> Just what all that went down. He's like, am I about to beat up more? They make their way down the hill. Cinderpelt padded beside him as he shakily moved. They got far enough away that Firestar couldn't smell the blood, even though he felt like he would never get rid of the last traces in his fur. He flopped down and told Cinderpelt he needed to rest. (gasps) I need a nap. Cinderpelt laid down beside him and they shared tongues quietly. (laughs) Quietly, Miles. We said quietly. Excuse me? 
Firestar wanted to tell her, but he also wanted to protect her from the dreadful fear he had felt. No, no, you should tell her. Part of him hoped that if he never spoke of the vision, it would never come true. No, no, we've learned this lesson uh, many a time. You have to share your prophetic dreams with your friends. Was there a curse on his leadership that nothing could avert? Blue Star had told him fire would save the clan. But how could that be true if the fire had just been quenched by a tidal wave of blood? He'd had dreams before, and he had to take this one seriously, especially since it had come at such a significant time. Yeah, it also helped if he, like, told anyone about it. Who would have thought? Cinderpelt tells him it's okay if he doesn't want to talk about it yet. Like, it's okay. He doesn't have to talk about it yet. And he tells her that he'll think about it first. Right now it's too close. And... He tells her he's never told any cat before, but sometimes he has dreams that tell him about the future. Finally telling somebody! Finally! Cinderpelt's ears twitched in surprise. That's unusual, she said. Clan leaders and medicine cats commune with Star Clan, but she's never heard of ordinary warriors having prophetic dreams, and she asks how long it's been going on. Firestar tells her that since he'd been a kitty pet. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't know if the dreams come from Star Clan. Is there? Cinderpelt tells him in the end, all dreams come from Star Clan. Is there a a cat devil? <laughs> she asks if they always come true. Yes, Firestar tells her, but not always in the way he expects. Some are easier to understand than others. Just like that, so Raven. Yes, exactly like that, so Raven. That's so Firestar. Cinderpelt tells him that he should bear that in mind when trying to understand this last dream. And to remember, he's not alone. Yeah. Now that he's clan leader, Star Clan will share many things with him. But she's here to help him interpret the signs. And he can tell her as much or as little as he'd like. And he also needs to make sure to listen closely, which won't be too hard because, you know what, folks? It's it's almost 50 minutes into the episode, but don't worry, I have a cat fact. <laughs> So, no matter which way the waves of blood approach uh, Firestar, um, don't worry, because cats can rotate their ears 180 degrees. I think I've seen my cat do that many yeah. a time. So, they're not a full 360, but at least pr- pretty much halfway <laughs> back around. So, so if, it's, if the blood tide is coming from the back, the side, the other side, or the front, he'll be able to hear it. He's got it. He's got it. Thank you for that cat fact. You're welcome. You're welcome. Firestar is grateful for her understanding, but chilled as he thinks about his new relationship with Star Clan, driving him down new paths he may not want to go. What if they make me crazy like the last leader? Uh-oh. <laughs> he longs to be no more than a warrior again, hunting with Graystripe or sharing tongues with Sandstorm in the den. He thanks Cinderpelt and stands, promising her he'll talk to her whenever he feels the need. But he felt that deep down, this may be something he has to face alone. That's never good. <laughs> no, dude, you need to tell your friends about your issues. He sighs and says they should keep going. And that's where we'll stop for today. Oh, we made it somehow. We, Firestar has his nine lives. And Congratulations, his... Firestar. And his new name. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot, but... We'll do it. Ugh. We will also thrive. We will thrive and survive, folks. Yep. Uh, so, 
Uh, we're going to be talking about who he's choosing for deputy next. Oh, good. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I, I have some who he's probably going to pick and who he should actually pick. Oh, yeah? Do you want to talk about that now or wait till next no, episode? No, we'll wait, we'll wait for next episode. Okay, well, uh, that'll be our, not quite our opener, but we'll, uh, because he's got to get home first. Oh, yeah. He's got a stop to make, so. Welcome, Firestar. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Um, We've been waiting. <laughs> We've been waiting. 41 for episodes in the desert. Yeah. And here he is. He has come. Mm-hmm. We got a prophecy. A really creepy one. A really creepy prophecy. Pretty so, creepy, um, to be honest. Pretty spooky. We can talk more about that later as well, because... Yeah. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Stay posted, because... I'm Emberheart. And I'm Tangletongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.